All right. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to Callahan's Corner, Volume 2, Chapter 8. Um, today is a very special episode. Every episode is pretty awesome. I mean, this is a world-famous podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a great day. You know, January 19th is when we're recording this, and I got a great guest today. Uh, his name is Kyle Bauer. So Kyle, you want to introduce yourself today? Hi, I'm Kyle Bauer. I'm on the greatest podcast ever with Danny. Looking at him right now, it's been a while. Um, I'm a student at Kenyon College. Uh, I'm a filmmaker in Columbus, and I sound like an asshole saying that. Um, <laughs> Wait, why? Um, why? Oh, I just sound like such a fraud, but we can get into that. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I went to high school with Danny. I guess yeah. that's our connection. Danny's actually the first person I met from Bishop Watterson High School. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, it was summer gym and we were on the high ropes course. And yeah. You just introduced yourself to me. Uh, we shook hands and yeah, you're the first person I ever met at, at, in high school. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I do remember that moment. That was actually, I actually enjoyed summer gym, I think, a little bit more than high school, honestly. Summer gym was great, feel. man. Yeah. It's like summer camp with like all these cool people. So. Yeah, I agree. And then like we also were friends a lot during cross country senior year. Right. So, Ran cross country. Yeah. A lot of good yeah. stuff. But yeah, it seems like you're doing pretty good during these uh, crazy times known as the coronavirus pandemic, you know? So Yeah, I mean it's been wild. Um like this whole uh past year. Can I, is it okay if I curse on this? Yeah, like, no, it, you can do it. You can say whatever you want. I've had people really okay. curse. Other people haven't, but you know, it's, this is your, right. your voice. So, I, you know, I, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I ahead. listened to like the last podcast with uh, Nick and um, Ethan. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were swearing left and right. So I'm, there's a precedent yeah. set. Um, yeah, this last year has completely fucked my sense of time. Um, really? It's been a complete blur since COVID started, and I have no idea what's happened. Um, <laughs> and I'm sitting here now. Doesn't feel like January. December didn't feel like December. November didn't feel like November. Whatever. Um, right. But I'm alive. I'm well. And um, it's been kind of wild. Yeah, I agree. I can't believe, like, it was really sad, I think, today that the U.S. surpassed 400,000 deaths. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's I pretty mean, bad, but I don't know. I don't have much, uh, not a whole lot to say about COVID. Nothing too intellectual, except that, yeah. like, I mean, it sucks. And um, it sucks that it's taken this long for people to really take it seriously. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that there's a vaccine. Uh, and yeah, it sucks. That's, that's yeah. my opinion on it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, I feel like, so you've been, I, mean, I assume you've been taking this seriously since the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like it just, I've been staying inside. Um, certainly yeah. probably could have taken it seriously near the beginning, more seriously Yeah. Um, in the beginning. But uh, certainly now, like I live on like OSU campus, which is just like, I feel like I'm in like a zombie apocalypse and I'm like fighting off all of these disease-ridden OSU students <laughs> um so yeah I haven't been going outside 
and it's terrifying. I got COVID in the summer, which kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, so, yep, it sucks. There's Kyle Bauer's intellectual opinion <laughs> on COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does suck. I feel like this show, I've just, we've talked, I've tried to talk about COVID because that's whatever, I feel like that's what's on everybody's mind. But yeah, it's pretty yeah. repetitious. I feel like it's just like, oh, people aren't wearing a mask. People are catching COVID, but yeah, I don't know. I've been guilty of not taking it very seriously either, but I was kind of talking about that uh, as right. well on the last episodes. I don't want to be like too repetitious, but um, by the time this airs, um, we don't know this now, but the inauguration is going to happen. So technically, yeah. you know, this is from the past. This is before Biden's the president. Oh, man. All that crazy stuff. But hopefully oh, nothing God. crazy happens tomorrow because that won't. this won't be on there. I'm hopeful. Are, are, right. you, are you really worried about the inauguration? Um, I wouldn't say I'm terribly worried. I think they've got it locked down pretty well. Um, I mean, especially after all of the riots. Uh, that we saw previously but yeah um i think it's just a weird time to be alive and like every single thing i see in the news is incredibly surreal so uh i mean i'm i think tomorrow it'll be fine but it's still scary you know just yeah. like seeing tanks roll through residential neighborhoods it's just like it's apocalyptic yeah. really it's very strange yeah, I don't know. Are you one of those people that believes there's going to be a civil war? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, oh, there's going to be a civil war. And I'm like, no, there's not. I'm hopeful. I don't think there's going to be a civil war. That's my take. But I know there's a lot of people out there that are like pushing the civil war. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you should be pushing that. But yeah, no, I, I don't think there's going to be a civil war. That would be insane. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny hearing people talk about it, though. I, I will give it that. It's entertaining. Um, I hope this Biden's presidency, um, if anything, is like a symbolic victory and that like this is this is the end of the Trump era and things maybe can. I, I mean, it's naive to say everything will go back to normal or get better, but I, I hope things get a little bit better. So Yeah, I'm hopeful. I hope we just get more like I, I'm more like into democracy. Like I know there's some viewers on the show that are not for democracy, but, you know, to each their own. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I don't know. I just hope we get more towards democracy because that's what I'm worried about with like the Trumpism stuff. And even on yeah. the left, like I've talked about, I'm not for socialism, really. I don't know how you feel about like the socialist people like Sanders and AOC, but I'm not really into that. So, yeah, I don't know. hopefully Biden, it'll be like more of a moderate thing. But it's not like the one leader is going to get rid of all those like ideologies. So, right. There will certainly be people clashing against each other, each other, no matter who the president is. I just hope that lessens under Biden, I guess. Right. Would you say like um, the, the positive of COVID, since you said you were a filmmaker, is that this, this 2020 and COVID is giving you a lot of material, right? Like after this, like for movies and like yeah, documentaries. I mean, fortunately, like 2020, I mean, it's it sucks. I still stand by that, but like, yeah, it has provided like, an opportunity for like a lot of great things on my end and i understand that's like com kind of coming from a privileged position where i'm like not financially independent from my parents and like i have like a place to stay and like food to eat and not everybody is in that position but like beginning of the pandemic like it was really nice to go home and just spend time with family which like 
I don't know, like since college happened, like I don't know when that will really ever happen again. Um, and then the big thing is in August, I started a production company um, called D5 Pictures based here mm-hmm. in Columbus with three other people um, who are all Kenyan students and filmmakers. And we've just been doing um, like freelance work around Columbus and central Ohio, and then along with our own personal narrative projects. So that's been the highlight of my past year um, was yeah. starting this company and be able to work in film and like pay rent through artistic endeavors, which I never thought would happen, especially like in at this stage in my life. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like you've always been really like on top of film. Like you were into the history of universe stuff on yeah. from Watterson. Yeah. So are you, you guys just kind of stopped making that stuff or? <laughs> no, this is so depressing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the intention was always to have 10 parts and we made 10 parts. Only nine parts are released. The 10th okay. part was shot in the summer of 2019. So a couple summers back now and i just i've 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 been busy and i've also procrastinated and i've also neglected this thing um i i will say just on this podcast just for the record it will be done it will be finished i will edit it it will be released um history of the universe part 10 will exist at some point in time i just i don't know you know how it is with like school and then like when other film projects that come up that, that need to take priority over your own personal stuff. Like it is kind of hard to set time aside to like finish a like 45 minute piece, which is how long like part 10 would be. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it'll be done for the like three people who care, who are listening, it will be done. Um, yeah. I yeah. think more than three people care. I mean, you guys got a lot of viewership, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know people are really invested in this stuff. I pr- I've only seen parts of them. <laughs> not gonna lie but i mean i give you i give you guys credit like that's pretty awesome you know you went out you made that story so yeah can you, can, no. for people who don't know like what is the history of the universe about oh god like how would what you describe question. it yeah <laughs> um okay so history of the universe it started out as like essentially like three minute videos like just for like my friend group and i would just upload them to youtube because that was like the easiest way they could watch it and then this slowly evolved into uh more like live action narrative pieces like five to ten minutes and then kind of just exploded into becoming these like 20 30 40 minute like cinematic conglomerations of just like really anything we thought was funny any movies that inspired us um we kind of all just put it into one and this is throughout high school um Mm -hmm. And then part nine, part nine is the only um, part that we filmed in college. Yeah. And that was, uh, or sorry, I'm trying to, th- part nine was the summer before college. Part 10 was the only thing we filmed in college. Oh, okay. um, so it's been kind like, of like, this- oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you have like scripts for this or is, this, is it all improvised? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like it started out as basically just like, pure improv and then slowly there was like an outline and then like a story started to form um the only scripted fully scripted one is part 10 because there was just like a lot of uh ends we had to tie and puzzle pieces that had to fit um so i I wrote the script for that one 
but everything else was really has just been loosely outlined which has kind of been great just like showing up with like a camera and just like being able to do anything um yeah but yeah it's been this like it started when i was like 15 like in 2015 it's 2021 it's been yeah. like six years since like the first one has come out which is like insane but mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm like infinitely grateful for it ever happening and just having friends who are like willing um oh thank you sorry i think i froze for a moment yeah you did froze for yeah. yeah you're fine keep going okay cool um, <laughs> okay yeah, yeah no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm grateful for that the experience of filming how to um because i i just learned so much from that being like a yeah. writer director editor cinematographer all at the same time it's just like it was a crazy beneficial experience especially now just like redirecting this idea of film um from like a hobby to like a career like that was that was like my film school in high school was just making these really dumb videos over and over again with my friends so yeah and i didn't know that at the time but like i learned so much just doing that yeah would you guys have like long like uh like would you have like like times of a day that you would like plan out like in a weeks and like would you like buy a bunch of food like would you like would it feel like a real set okay like (sighs) scheduling was like a nightmare um especially for part 10 because like there's so many moving pieces and different characters and like part 10 like we're out of high school we're in college everybody kind of has their own lives now um and like people have jobs and people have school and like organizing that like oh my god i so it's like such a i'll just come out and say like i did not have a good time shooting part 10 (laughs) but like okay like parts like three through like eight like what a magical experience just like (laughs) shooting movies in the woods with my friends like part 10 i'm like i never want to fucking talk to these people in my life (laughs) again um which is not actually true but at the time i was just like really fed up with the whole process of scheduling there was one day where like we had like 20 something extras for this like big battle scene we we shot it at the park of roses by by waterson oh yeah um and like uh this is like so stressful just like handling all these people and like making sure costumes are okay and like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a stressful experience but um i'm glad we we did it all so right can i ask like so who came up with who too and then why are you guys why do you guys call yourselves who too like that's like your crew right (laughs) there's like 10 people right it was like a big group of people it's a yeah we're (laughs) i mean i it came up from the videos like the videos was like our excuse to like hang out with each other um and i guess there was like originally like a friend group like in middle school that you know stuck together in high school and then we slowly like added on new members by virtue of them just like being in the videos and like hanging out with us so Mm -hmm. um another thing i i'm glad hotu served as kind of like this preliminary film school but it also was like <laughs> my friend group like that was just like my yeah. social life in high school which was great so yeah right. so you've always been the... oh yeah who ho too yeah i know the ho too gods actually followed me you know I kind of, they followed the, the instagram page oh, yeah, no. so. i'm so sorry yeah uh, no it's fine i appreciate all the support <laughs> you know so um 
but yeah no, so, you, so you've always been like behind the camera you were never interested in like the acting side of filmmaking or any of that you've always been like what was the first movie that made you go like i want to make movies because i feel like a lot of people like filmmakers have that you know yeah um yeah i've never really had an interest of like being uh in front of the camera so um first movie is called the thing in the forest and the one person listening to this who knows what that is is timmy o'brien because he made it with me i think we were around like nine or ten years old and it was starring timmy and my sister and just like the woods in my backyard and like the thing that made it a movie was like it had actual cuts it wasn't like a home movie where it's just like one continuous take and just like a shaky camera around like a living room um and i remember like verbally like uh telling timmy that like uh like okay you understand like this is gonna have different angles and we're gonna like cut to this one and we didn't know how to like use editing software so we would literally like in the windows explorer tab we just press like play all and like the media player just goes to the next clip um and it was just about like timmy walking in the forest uh and my sister was like this this creature thing that like killed him um well actually no he he killed her um but she was like the antagonist and um yeah i think it ended with him scooping his hands in like a dirty creek and then like tossing that water into my sister and then like she <laughs> she died in the movie so oh, wow yeah pretty dark ending <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was a tragedy you know um yeah. my magnum opus it's all been downhill since then so oh, yeah gosh, yeah <laughs> okay no but uh <laughs> Okay, so so it sounds like so you were more of like like when you did it like for school or for like was that for school or was that just like a fun thing you guys were like oh we should try this out? Uh, no, that was just like being bored in Ohio one day because there's nothing okay. to do in Ohio. So like right. and I just like I found like an old camera and we're like let's we both like movies and stuff so we're like let's make a movie and I think we tried to show it to our teachers at school and they said like no it's too violent like we can't show it to the class so like limited audience but um yeah it's a a special special point in uh my filmmaking life the first movie so that was your directorial debut right you're right yeah yeah yeah. is that like can we find that video anywhere is that video on youtube or is it just in your own private files or just yeah i think it's on like a cd like buried in a closet somewhere but uh maybe i'll release it one day you know yeah the should that'd be cool 20th anniversary we'll say it'll come out blu-ray blu-ray yeah no so back to i know we're kind of like honest for a while but some of the part 10 you you uh it's all done pretty much right you just have to edit it and then upload it you've just been so swamped with like (laughs) d5 pictures right yeah i mean like like i said it's hard to prioritize personal creative projects when like Mm -hmm. there's like a client waiting for something that you're making and they're paying you for it so it's always been a thing where it's like okay i'll get the hotu and then like something else comes up like okay i have to do that first and something else comes up it's come to the point where i'm like okay i just need to like set aside time and just like get this done so my friends Mm -hmm. stop bothering me about it because like i've just procrastinated way too long and that's on me so yeah how often do they uh bother you about it is it like a once a month kind of thing i mean it's really just like timmy man like he'll just he's really (laughs) passive aggressive about it too like really he just wants to see it i understand it like people you know they spent a lot of time on that project um and like they deserve to see some sort of 
product of their work. So right. it'll be done. It'll be done. Promise all the viewers, all the listeners, it'll be done. Yeah, I propose. I feel like you should, you should have it, you should have it available during 2023, because that would be <laughs> a high school reunion. So then it would get people to go to the to the fucking high school reunion. Oh my god! I mean, I don't know. I'm interested in the high school reunion. I personally yeah. want to be at the high school reunion because I'm not. I'm a lot more extroverted now than I was in high school. Like I feel like I was a lot more shy in high school. Yeah. But now, like, I'm a lot more like, what's up, you know? <laughs> like, you I have know. a podcast, like, man. Like, you're yeah. just talking for two hours. Um, yeah, and it's fun. I like to talk about, yeah. like, important things on this podcast. I mean, well, right. I guess it, some of these episodes haven't been very important. But, I mean, I don't know. I like, to, I like to entertain people, but also get people to think about things. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I'm with your, your podcast was my top podcast last year, like on the Spotify rewind thing. Like I, uh, I love the spectrum of this podcast. Like, um, for one, it's like super interesting just to hear people from high school that I haven't spoken to since high school, like talk about their lives. I'm like, Oh, they still exist and are doing cool things. (laughs) They still Um, exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then like two, like there's such a, a a spectrum like it it ranges from like ian callahan like talking about his addiction which is like super gripping and insane and crazy um and inspiring and then like jack park parker like arguing about like who gave you the idea to like start this podcast (laughs) and just like like dumb like friend group shit like that like it's hilarious the range of people (laughs) that come on this and like Eric Clackey just talking about whatever Eric Clackey talks about and then like yeah. Chloe Fisher's talking about the environment like <laughs> yeah dude, like you have such a diverse group of people on this podcast right. and it's great it's great thank so. you oh thank yeah. you I will I appreciate all the praise I appreciate <laughs> the viewers I appreciate the loyal listeners even the one-timers I appreciate you know my goal at least like, as, as at least I want to get like at least one person to hear this because I feel like yeah, I don't know. They can take someone away from it. I think I was talking to when Nick Pond was on his podcast. I was talking to him about how I think podcasting is great. Like I think it's like I used to love movies, but I think pod I like podcasting more because I feel like even when you're doing it's a good form of self expression. And I also think like when you're listening yeah. to other podcasts, it's like you can interact with it because you're like trying to understand where the guest is coming from like there's more interaction like when i with the movies like yeah it's entertaining and it's cool but i feel like i'm just sitting there watching it if that makes sense like that's not a knock on movies like i think movies are still entertaining i just don't think yeah. i'm really interacting with it as much do you kind of see what right. i'm saying or yeah no i think like podcasts are i don't know i love movies and like immersing myself in a world and then i also love books and just kind of like that intimate experience and i think like podcasts lie somewhere in between um and just like uh i've never been on a podcast but listening to one um is like yeah just like being a part of like a conversation and yeah i don't know there's just something about the informal informality that's like i don't know pretty pretty intimate i like it right right yeah i don't know it's just it's a lot of fun for sure um do you have like a favorite movie i know that's like a tough question to ask (laughs) filmmakers because I have like multiple favorite movies. I'm not even a filmmaker, but like I have several yeah. favorite movies, you know. I mean, anybody who likes movies like it's like the hardest question to answer. Um yeah. There's no number one for me. Um Yeah. I love like 80s sci-fi, so Blade Runner, 
Star Wait Wars Back to the Future are just like classics that I will always rewatch. Um, I think actually uh, Ethan brought him up last podcast, Taika Waititi, the New Zealand filmmaker. Yeah. Um, love him. Love specifically his uh, his movie Boy, which is just like great, pretty like yeah. autobiographical, like coming of age story. Um, I like Inside Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers movie quite a bit. Um, I like her, the Spike Jones movie. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, uh, Lady Bird? That's on Netflix now. Yeah, I think Lady Bird is great. Uh, Greta Gerwig's yeah. great. Looking forward to seeing more films directed by her. So, right. Lady, Bird's, uh, Lady Bird is awesome. I hope we can see more like female directors in Hollywood. With, yeah, I, I mean, mean, it sucks. Like, film is such a boys' club. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, for the longest time, it's just been um like old white dudes with cameras telling old white dude stories um and some of those have been great but yeah like, fortunately now we're like kind of in a um a point in time where things are shifting and things are becoming like more accessible like the whole idea mm-hmm. of like shooting a movie on your phone and that being possible um and like fortunately like yeah we're we're hearing uh a more diverse group of voices which is great and like film has been mm-hmm in need of that for so long so yeah yeah that's awesome i agree 100 but back to the whole film being shot on your phone like now like i i'm a minor i'm a film minor so like nice. we, we took a class uh, i go to kent state i'm pretty i think you knew that okay right. yeah okay but okay so i go to kent state and in my for my minor i, I had to take a class called production safety and we learned about like the call sheet and like where you like if you're going to shoot like in a city you need to have like a permit to shoot in a city like all that stuff but if people think oh i can just make a movie on my phone and then we're doing all these like crazy shots with her phone like don't you think that would create some like legal issues possibly or like would people not even realize i mean i don't know i mean like really the only time i mean you need permits you should have a permit if you can get it but like the only time it's really going to be an issue is like if you're in like LA or New York. Like if I go out with yeah. a camera in downtown Columbus, like nobody gives a fuck. Um, and I can just <laughs> shoot anything. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what types of movies you want to make. Like if you want to make the Avengers, then like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe you can't shoot that on your phone. But um, yeah, I don't I think know. It also depends like where you're filming. Cause like you made a good point. Like if you're just in the streets of Columbus it's probably not right. a huge issue but like let's what if you were filming like in a high school in columbus right then you have to like actually like if i wanted to make a high school movie like and film it inside waterson like what am i gonna have to rent out the whole high school like how much is that gonna cost like would i have to do that probably or i think it comes down to like who you know um and where yeah. your connections are like anything um but uh you'd be surprised like so many filming locations are just like we get from just like old like family friends who just like want to help out and like when it's in when you're in ohio and people aren't like really exposed to like the movie making world like people are super down to like they're like here's my old farm shoot a movie there like (laughs) yeah and they just like give it to you for free i think like yeah la or new york or like any other of the big film cities like you probably have to pay like can get a permit or you know be somebody of high status um but in Columbus in Ohio, like it's great because like people are like, whoa, kids with a camera, like, yeah, please shoot here. So 
Yeah. Do you yeah. think like film is going to grow in Columbus? Because I know it's growing in Cleveland, right? Like that's like yeah, Cleveland's kind of like a decently sized like film city now. Um, yeah, I think Columbus is like slowly uh, growing. Um, my professor actually shot a feature film here this past summer. Uh, super like indie film, like half a million dollar budget, but like half a million dollar budget films like don't get shot in Columbus regardless. So it was like a yeah. step forward in uh, film in Columbus growing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have plans to like stick around. Like I, I want to get out of Columbus pretty badly. So um, I, I hope it grows as a film city. And um, you know, if, if for some <laughs> reason I'm doing some like autobiographical, like feature coming of age movie, then yeah, sure. I'll come back to Columbus and shoot stuff here. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hope it grows and I hope like any other small city um, with that is like dip their toes into film continues to grow and just, making film as a medium more accessible across right. the nation and not just like this elitist LA New York art form so yeah I agree I don't know what do you think of like um well actually let me ask you this so you said you really you're desperately want to get out of Columbus wow are you just really sick of Columbus like really anti-Columbus or just yeah I mean like I was like the asshole in high school who's like Ohio sucks and I can't wait to get out of here for college and then I went to like a school in Ohio um <laughs> yeah which I'm glad I go to Kennington. Like, it's a great school. Hello, mm -hmm. Great memories. Learned a lot. Uh, whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I've just, like, been here my whole life. And, like, I think it would be good to get out. So, nothing against Columbus. Like, certainly in the past six months, like, living on OSU's campus and, um, like, kind of closer to downtown, I've been able to, like, appreciate it more as a city than, like, living in the suburbs of Dublin. Um, yeah. So I think it's a great city. Don't want to stay here too much longer, but um, not like a shame to call it my home by any means. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I I like it because it's like, I like how it's growing so rapidly. Right. You know, I used to not really, I was like super sick of it senior year, but now I like appreciate it more. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. live in Columbus. I kind of want to just get out of Ohio in general. You know, yeah. there's that old joke, like, why did the Wright brothers create the airplane? Well, they wanted to get the <laughs> hell out of Ohio. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What where about, do you like, go? Where do I want to go? Um, yeah. I don't know, honestly. I mean, anywhere that I want to kind of do, like, radio stuff, maybe film stuff. I don't know. It's all up in the air. But mm -hmm. anywhere but Ohio. Like, if I get a job in fucking, like, Allentown, Pennsylvania, I would go there. <laughs> I don't care like i mean or even i don't know it'd be cool to like live on the east coast i like i yeah. went to boston one time have you ever been to boston yeah boston's really cool yeah it's like super underrated like nobody's like oh let's go to boston everyone's like let's go to florida <laughs> why would you go to florida when you yeah, could go, to boston, you go to boston you know? yeah yeah i mean i've never i still haven't been to florida isn't that kind of crazy <laughs> i don't know how much you're missing there um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I just that was uh, a thing. Like everyone at private school was all like, "Oh, we're going to Florida," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm oh, going yes. to Columbus, yes, you know? so, or whatever." Like, yeah, I never understood that. It was like a certain group of kids who always went down to the same place and like got drunk on the beach. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's cool. Probably not for me. <laughs> uh, I agree. Own. The East yeah. Coast sounds way cooler than Florida. 
<laughs> yeah yeah for sure i mean florida like i don't know i've i've never been to florida like i florida could be great i don't know i'm, I'm kind of knocking florida for some reason I don't know. it's fine <laughs> um i don't know i also like i really want to just go on like a cross-country trip at some point like just like drive across the whole west coast you know that'd be awesome have you ever yeah. done anything like that or uh never cross country um but if I ever want to go to LA, that'll probably be like this really extensive uh, road trip west, which I'm excited for. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree. Going like on a cross country road trip would be awesome. Definitely bucket list item. Right. Well, you would have to go. Would you say you would have to go to LA eventually if like, because you said you're doing D5 pictures. So like if your production company right. gets like bigger would you have to move to LA or cause like yeah. I know Atlanta is also like a pretty big film city. Right. Right. Yeah. So I see like there being potentially like two directions. Uh, if you're interested in film, there's like the studio system and kind of like working your way up the, the food chain to like becoming a director or like a DP cinematographer person. Um, or there's kind of like the independent route where you, you know, start, which is kind of what I'm leaning towards, starting like a small team of creatives and picking a city that's not LA or New York, maybe one of those more budding film cities like Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's a big film city. It's not a budding city, but one of those like, one of those cities that aren't LA or New York and like developing your uh, production company there, which I think seems like a way more, is a way more attractive idea to me than like working as like a PA for free in LA for a whole year and just like being treated like shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope to continue like D5 in some way. Um, yeah. As, as like a career, I think that would be ideal, but like, I don't know, everything's changing. Maybe I'll become like a studio hack and start making like more Marvel movies or something, but um, <laughs> yeah. That'd be we'll cool. see. We'll see. I like the idea of being your own boss. So the whole yeah. production company, independent production company idea is really compelling to me. Are there any like actors you would like love to work with? If you oh. a famous director. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, like I love yeah. like Oscar Isaac. Like I just watched Ex Machina again last night. I think he'd be awesome to work with. Um, I don't know. Like anybody <laughs> who's been in anything, I'd be happy to like, yeah. Yeah. like right now, the actors who have been my, in my films have been like my friends with like questionable acting skills and then like theater students who overact. So yeah. um, like, I'm happy to like, <laughs> it'd be awesome to have like, uh, yeah, famous big movie stars in my movies. That'd be awesome. So. Yeah, get like Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I don't know if I'd want to work with Joaquin. He seems kind of, seems like he'd kind of be difficult to work with, but. Yeah, there's like a lot of rumors that he's like, hard to work with because yeah. like he like snaps at people or whatever like did you yeah. see when he was on he was like on jimmy kimmel promoting joker and they showed like that clip of him yelling at again he's like i wasn't expecting that it was so awkward like why would you do that so weird guy man he he's, is a weird something guy. great actor like one of the best actors working today but very strange yeah um, yeah i think the most underrated actor 
is by far Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I think he's a great actor. He's never recognized in, like, his movies. Like, I don't know. Like, people, I guess, kind of recognize him. But if you go up yeah. to the average Joe, we're like, who's Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> you know? I mean. Dude, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, he's in so many great movies. Um, Donnie Darko. Um, yeah, Prisoners. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What's he doing now? I wonder what his next movie is. I don't know. Like, he, I don't think he's made a movie since, like, Stronger. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And, like, nobody saw that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. poor so, guy. Poor Jake yeah. and G. Nightcrawler was awesome. Right. So, like, what are your, like you said with the new production, like, where did you get the idea to build this production company? Like, have you always, like, like did, I mean, you've always obviously wanted to do stuff like this, but like, like, did it start because of COVID? What do you think that was like a push to like, oh, this is like a time when everything's on pause. So like, let's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It started in the summer. It was weird. I was like in Goodale Park, just like looking at a fountain, setting the scene here. And I was like, I got like the email or whatever that like we wouldn't be returning to campus because of COVID and it would just be like another online semester. So I'm like, we should just like take advantage of these like next five or six months and like do something. So like I called everybody who's like currently in the production company now and I'm like, I've got this crazy idea. Um, and yeah, we like moved into a place in Columbus and just started like cold calling people and just like getting these like freelance gigs. Um, mm -hmm. And honestly, like the biggest motivation was we shot this um, music video. My friend Zach and I, who's currently in the production company, we shot this music video over the summer called Cassius um, with this rapper Shamar Childs and like we're still like super proud of that video and it just like got a great reception. And like, I think it's at like 16 K views on YouTube, which isn't like a whole lot, but like for like a little small town rapper, like that was pretty cool. And it got on like mm -hmm. elevator magazine, this big like hip hop outlet. So like that was like the big, at least that uh, inspired, like um, inspired us to like, we're like, we can actually do this thing and like, right make professional work and feel good about it so it was really that music video and like this opportunity of just like five months of not going to school that we're like okay let's let's start a production company and yeah, yeah it's been great ever since it's been really crazy yeah that's awesome so i'm guessing everybody in the production company are they all originally from columbus or no that's the that's the crazy thing so zach who's uh i shot the video with he's from granville so he's from ohio okay um the other two sam and jack are both from california um, oh, la okay. and alameda and they they flew out here for some reason to like <laughs> yeah. be a part of this thing so wow two ohio boys and two california boys so right it's pretty cool so why why d5 why who came up with d5 um <laughs> d5 is a um our apartment last year at oh, Kenyon okay. was uh d block the fifth apartment um, yeah so we're like yeah and we have like a lot of that's like where we you know like started making movies together and stuff so okay uh yeah it's got a sentiment sentimental meaning um yeah, yeah pictures 
That's awesome. Now everyone who lives in D block five of that apartment complex will be like, yeah, this is where the map production company began, you know? That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It'll be like yeah, part like of the tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. So I think we found out like who's living there this semester and like, we're going to like be over like, you guys know what this place is. And they're just going to be like, what, who the, like, who the hell are you? Like get, get out of our apartment. Like yeah. what? Um, so yeah. Cool. So like what you said earlier, you had like a lot of creative ideas with it, like going forward. So like, what are some of those, like, are you, are you able to like spill those ideas real quick or? I mean, like, I think uh, we're going back to campus this semester. So um, D5 currently has been separated into like client-based product projects that like yeah. pay us and like pay the bills and then like our own creative stuff that like we actually want to make. So uh -huh. we're going to be focusing on the creative stuff uh, next semester. And like, I don't know if I were to like describe our style, it's like weird, like surrealist visual pieces that like are probably really dumb. <laughs> um, and like, I don't know, they got like an adult swim quality to them, uh, okay. I guess. And uh, I don't know. There's like a lot of aspirations as far as like narrative creative stuff goes. Like I, I eventually want to make like a feature length, like 90 moon, 90 minute movie, mm -hmm. um, potentially in undergrad, which is like crazy and yeah. be crazy difficult to pull off. But I, the idea of a feature film is like really attractive to me and like the other members, like that, that seems like a logical thing to like work ourselves up to. So mm -hmm. to answer your question, like potentially like a narrative feature, I think would be like, Okay. And it would, be, it would be an awesome milestone as like a production company and our own like creative individuals. Right. Do you have like any, I mean, like, is there a specific genre you would like do yeah. as like a filmmaker? Or? Yeah. I mean, like I've written like a couple of feature scripts. Um, one I was planning to actually make at Kenyon, but I don't think it's doable anymore because it's just, it just would be too expensive, but like yeah. it was loosely based on like the Catholic high school experience, um, except taking place at like a Catholic boarding school, which Kenyon seems to resemble. Um, and it like follows three students who are like trying to break out uh, of this school. And it, it's like a concept I, I would love to revisit and like actually make one day. Um, kind of like a mixture between like John Husey movies, um, with like uh, the whole like prison break genre, Shawshank Redemption, um, okay. The Great Escape, type of mixing those two uh, subgenres together. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's I, I just love the idea of like breaking out of like Catholic school. Like it just <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, and like sort of autobiographical in a weird metaphorical way. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. That'd be like comedy and drama. Like it's like, you know, so um yeah, I feel like that's another reason why I back to Ladybird, I kinda liked Ladybird because I could connect to it because she lives yeah. in Sacramento and she's like, Oh, this is a lame city. That's kind of how yeah. I felt about Columbus at the time, and it's a private school. And I mean, yeah. I'm obviously not a dude, so I can't one hundred percent relate to it, but I mean I could relate to a lot of the uh, relationships with her and her mom. And I think that's why like the movie like movies are also really cool because they're like like Roger Ebert once was like, oh, you know, movies are like a machine that generates empathy. You know, you can learn a little yeah. bit more about people's emotions. So I think that's kind of cool. 
but for sure yeah ladybird like hits so close to home like there's that scene yeah. where they're like eating like communion wafers on the ground i'm like i wanted to <laughs> i've never done that but like i've wanted to do that so many times like just that yeah. mass just like being bored out of my mind i'm like those things like it seems like a really good snack <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> i would agree yeah uh, um yeah but yeah, you mentioned you said like a, a Catholic boarding school, and you're like, oh, that's pretty much what Kenyans like. So like, you, would you want to expand on that? Oh like... no, I mean, Kenyan Kenyan is nothing like a Catholic boarding school. It's like the okay. most liberal bubble place <laughs> that you could ever find on a map. Um, no, I just mean um, like mm -hmm. physically, like the architecture oh. resembles like you know a brooding boarding school. Um, okay. So. I think that was like the origin of the idea is like I could actually film this somewhere that I know. So maybe one day. I think that's a it's an idea I'd love to revisit. A first draft of the feature exists and it's just kind of like tucked away in a drawer right now. But maybe one day. Yeah. Back, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like how you like you actually I actually like wrote these scripts out, or did you just write out like ideas? No. A little bit um, the yeah the catholic school feature is uh like 120 pages and it's written so oh wow um, but like yeah writing it is one thing like actually producing it and realizing it into a real thing is like an expensive <laughs> yeah uh you know costly journey that i would have to undertake but mm -hmm. yeah feature film one of these days hopefully soon my yep. my professor he's uh I was talking to him about like making a feature and he's like, just do it young because like once you get old, like you just become tired and it's a horrible experience. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, okay, I'll, I'll try to make one like before I'm like 25 or something. So, right. How yeah. do you think, uh, back to COVID, how do you think COVID's just like really impacting how you film everything and like more, like, cause there's more regulations, I'm guessing, right? With like COVID, cause there's like, oh. ever like way less people now on set. Yeah, I mean, like, generally, there's just, like, way less stuff being filmed. I mean, like, look at, like, the 2020 movie slate. Like, there's nothing. Like, everything got postponed. And, right. like, all the sets got shut down. Um, you know, slowly things now are, like, reopening. And, well, not reopening. That's not the right word. But people are going back on set with, like, COVID precautions. And, like, throughout this whole D5 journey, like, we've had to, like, wear masks and, like, get tested and socially distance and all of that while filming things. Um, so it certainly has, it hasn't killed like the film industry, like things have survived and things are continued, continuing to be made. But um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, for the vaccine and like things can get like back to normal and people right. can just make, be making movies all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um... Another question, like, how do you, um, how do you stay creative during COVID and like with everything on pause, how do you come up with like new ideas <laughs> or even like before COVID, like, how did you get creative? Like did like what specific things would inspire you to like write a story or, you know, express your art? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know where ideas come from and like, I've never had like a scheduled brainstorming session with either myself or other people where like we've come out with like a single good idea. Cause like you can't like schedule creativity. Like it's just kind of like a thing that happens to you while you're like walking and you're just like, oh, that's a good idea. Then you write it down. 
Um, so I can't explain like the origin of like ideas, but, um, I don't know. I'm just thinking of stuff that like I've made. It's just like, I think like looking at the people that like I surround myself with, like my friends and family and just like what makes them interesting and what I think is funny, uh, about them and their interactions. Like, I think I definitely incorporate that like any like writer, like, of course you incorporate elements of your life into your scripts. So yeah, I mean, it's just like translating life experience into like a compelling way. Um, a compelling thing on paper so yeah i mean if i if i had to like say in like a nutshell what what inspires me <laughs> yeah like, i don't know i think it's i think it's my friends and like picking the characters of my own life and putting them on paper so cool yeah you can make a movie about a podcaster and it could be based <laughs> on me <laughs> maybe maybe not i don't know now i'm getting kind I, of selfish but yeah so. <laughs> I have a I have a short film about a guy who has owns a radio show. It's about like loneliness. <laughs> I made oh, it like really? freshman year. It's not very good. I I can send it to you, but maybe that's yeah. maybe you're feeling something similar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. I'm not very like lonely personally. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. But I don't yeah. know. I just I back to the loneliness. I feel like a lot of people are kind of lonely right now because of COVID back yeah. to covid but you know i don't yeah. know no it's hard not to talk about it yeah i mean it's just like well i feel like people have been feeling lonely even before covid and i just think covid's making people real because i feel like uh i've done this on this show multiple times I'm, I'm not a fan of social media i feel like social media has in a sense made people feel more left out possibly yeah. more lonely i don't know what's your take on social media kyle are you a big social media guy or um i like love and hate it um i think it's like a great place to just like see what other people are doing um especially like i guess creatives and like artists like it's just a great place to like advertise your work and like connect with other people like linkedin like fuck linkedin like instagram (laughs) that's where it's at if you're like doing anything creative just like post on instagram a lot and like i'd say like 85 percent of like all of our jobs have come from like instagram dms um just because of our social media presence so i really like it as that as a tool um i also spend way too much time on it i waste so much time on it um probably makes i mean it makes people feel horrible about themselves uh people are incredibly fake on it i mean like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's obvious these things like there's nothing really like uh new about my opinion like of course like social media is bad like i think if you um like five maybe like seven years ago people were like yeah social media is bad being on your phone all the time is bad and now we're like 2021 we're like yeah we know it's bad but like we're still just gonna feed into it like it just kind of become this like fatalistic thing where we're like (laughs) like yeah like we've just been like connected to our phone our phones are glued to our hands and like that's okay which is kind of sad um and yeah, I mean, I'm trying to fight that a little bit, like turning off my phone and not being on it all the time, just like being in the moment. But I don't know, Danny, it all sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would agree. You know, it's interesting. I think every single person I've asked on this show about social media, none of them have said, oh, it's so great, man. Like, it's so positive. Like, I love it. No, everyone's like, it's fucking terrible. Like, nobody yeah. really likes it, um, which is, I think, kind of funny. But um 
I don't know. I agree with what you're saying. I think it's good for like marketing stuff. Cause that's why I created an Instagram for my podcast. Um, not to keep plugging that. Well, obviously if you follow my account, you saw there's an episode, it doesn't matter anyway. But like when I first got the Instagram account, I followed like, like 1300 people and I knew they weren't all going to follow me back, but it's like, I just got to get yeah. my name out there. Like I, right. I'm still following like way too many people. I've tried to like unfollow some people. Cause like what I would do is I would like follow somebody who was like on the show, like let's say like Patrick Monin or somebody like, shout out to Patrick Monin. But I would like yeah, follow Patrick, Patrick Monin. Yeah, Patrick Monin. So I followed Patrick Monin and then he would follow me back. And it's like, oh Patrick Monin has like all these followers. So I wanted to just follow I just followed like like I don't know like like I don't know like maybe like a hundred people or something like people I don't even know but it's like I'm getting a name out there, you know. I don't know if it was yeah. an effective strategy, but I'm just <laughs> trying to get a name out there. I don't know. That's the same way. Like we approached D five when we started our account. We're like, let's just follow like everybody we know and hopefully get like a few follows back. So, what are your yeah. like plans, by the way, with the podcast? Like, is there are there any big podcast aspirations? Like, are you gonna get your own studio? You gonna get a theme song? <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm just taking it like one episode at a time. Like this, this volume or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm trying to take it like more and more seriously each episode. Like, I want to do thirty episodes of volume. And I want to do like one a week, like because last, nice. like when I did it originally, I would do it like inconsistently. Like I would go like two weeks, then a week, then like three in one week. So like I want to do like more. I want to be more consistent. Number one, um, and I want my viewership, my audience to build. And yes. yeah, yeah. If I get a studio, like it would be sweet if I could eventually get a studio presence yeah. and get a larger audience. Um, then I could hire people to like film it. I could possibly hire you, you know? I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> got, got it on YouTube. I, I wanted to do more live ones this time around, but like yeah. I was having trouble uploading the Zoom video to YouTube, which I probably could have figured it out. But then I realized, okay, well, some of these I'm doing in person. So then it's like, okay, well, what if some episodes are filmed, but some are not? So then it's like, that's inconsistent. So I want to be consistent. Like this volume's all audio, but maybe <laughs> volume three, volume four, we're going to have some video. I, don't, I want it to slowly build. I'm not trying to like rush it because I know right. that, like the whole idea that you're going to be a sensation overnight. I feel like that's very rare. Like yeah. I don't really, do you buy into that? The whole like overnight success stuff? I don't know. I think like the concept of like virality has like changed like yeah. entirely like in youtube I, youtube like 2009 like yeah like a cat like playing piano with like everybody would see it but like now you can like go on tiktok and just like film yourself dancing and like get millions and millions of views but like yeah. nobody really knows who you are so yeah. i agree i don't think the concept of the overnight sensation exists anymore right. um but yeah i think that sounds like a good plan taking it podcast by podcast and slowly right. upgrading you need a logo I, well, yeah, I mean, the logo is actually on the Instagram page and on Spotify. Oh, is it really? It's like the little, like, the Callahan's corner with, like, the the, the colors. Is it's that? Fine. Oh. Yeah, that's the okay. logo. Okay, got it. I mean, I, I can like freshen like up a, the logo. You need, like, an icon, like, some sort of, uh, like, tangible object to, like, attach the podcast to. I don't okay. know. Okay, like, I don't know. Maybe I should get somebody to do like some fan art or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be cool. I don't know, like an animated version of you. Like, I think it could be cool. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Now all the people listening are like, "Oh, I want to see all this stuff." Or maybe they're just yeah. like, "Oh, don't do that." Or maybe like, it doesn't matter what they say. Well, it doesn't matter what they think. I'm not saying the guests' opinion or the fans' opinions don't matter. 
I don't know. I'm kind of digging myself into a hole, so I'm just going to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I used to be one of those people that's like, okay, where am I? I got to plan this out, plan that out. I have to hit this, these like goals in these many years. But like, I'm kind of just like, I'm like doing goals day by day now, kind of thing, right. not like year by year, <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. The way like, to go. Freshman year of high school, I'm like, I want to be homecoming king. Thank you kyle for nominating me and then i reached my goal but i was like i was thinking way far ahead like it's like this is freshman year you got to focus on the here now not senior year you know what are you doing like that's what i would tell my younger self that you know i mean i would tell my younger self a lot of stuff i feel like i've gotten a little bit wiser but i'm also only 20 so yeah no i i feel that like i like new year's resolutions speaking of something that's like sort of relevant like I, I write everything down and like I look back at like freshman year and what my resolutions there were and it's like it's like get my braces off like what like, <laughs> yeah. that's so dumb um, and like now my resolutions are like just like be happy <laughs> you know right. like it's it's changed quite a bit um, the whole idea of like setting goals like it can either be a really good thing or a really bad thing when those goals are unachievable <laughs> so yeah yeah I just like the Bob Marley song, you know, Free Little Birds, you know, every little thing going to be all right. Yeah, like, I like, that's like what I like to hear. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, like, I'm a big believer. There's a, I feel like there's a silver lining in almost every situation. Like, even COVID, I feel like I learned a lot during this time. Even high school. Like, I've complained about high school on this podcast. I wasn't the biggest fan of high school. Um, but I feel like I learned from my experience in high school. Yeah. And I no, appreciate I, high school better now. So, like, I feel like there's silver linings to that. You kind of see what I'm saying? I totally agree. Um, yeah. I feel like now, um, I don't know if you feel like this is, like, a thing that people just, like, in their 20s experience. But, like, I can feel myself actively changing as a human being. Um, as previously, it's been, like, okay, I graduated high school, like, a few months to digest that. And then I'm, like, in retrospect, I'm, like, oh, yeah, I really did grow and learn from that experience but like this is like a day-by-day thing that's like constantly changing where i'm like oh my god like i'm becoming a different person and it's like scary yeah. and awesome at the same time but right. yeah i mean wait hold on let's give it let's get into high school let's get into high school oh, okay 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 here we go yes <laughs> sorry no, like i don't mean to take over the podcast but like no you're fine you, you mentioned like you weren't a fan of high school i'm just kind of curious as to why because it's such a like turbulent time in everybody's life and like i, I love to hear other people's opinion yes. and like experience okay. on high school because obviously it, it vastly differs from anybody you talk to so yeah um i don't know high school was just like a weird time period overall for me i mean it was a i don't know I was going through a lot of stuff like personally, like I mentioned, I've been pretty open about how my parents had like a pretty bad divorce, like sophomore year of high school. Um, So like that was bad. And then I was like, this was like, like when we were, we were like the guinea pigs back to social media, like social media was like big, like freshman year. And like, I feel like it was, I was really anxious looking back because of social media. Like it was harder for me to meet people because I was like intimidated like oh they got all these followers even though they're just a bunch of numbers on a like computer app but whatever anyway so like I didn't like where we were going like with social media so like that made me like frustrated and I don't know I feel like I don't know if you felt this way but I feel like there were a lot of people at Watterson 
that were very like two-faced but i guess you can say that about any high school and not not to like shit on water center but people that went back i know there's a lot of supporters of this podcast <laughs> I so, love, okay there's like two motifs in your podcast it's like <laughs> name dropping just like the concept of name dropping yeah and like like waterson coming up and being like I don't want to shit on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah. think you say that in every single podcast, and it's awesome. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I had like, I don't know. There was also like really stupid drama with like um, me and this girl. I'm not gonna name her name, but like I did a lot of like. <laughs> looking back, it was probably like a little weird what I did. I don't even want to talk about. Like, it, it's just Sorry. like. Yeah. I was really into this girl. I came on way too strong. I didn't let it go. And it, I think it wasted a lot of time and a lot of energy. Um, I mean, like on paper, it looks like I had a great high school experience because I was involved in a lot of stuff. I was the mascot. Um, right. I did cross country with you. You know, we went to States. Like there were definitely like good, like highs and lows. Um, sure. I just, I don't know. I also didn't really like probably like sophomore junior year a lot of my like friends that i hung out with freshman year were like friends from like grade school and then they were kind of like falling off so then i didn't really have a lot of friends i hung out with so it's like i was friends with people during school but then it's like outside school i didn't really hang out or connect with because then a lot of people are smoking weed and like i'm like i'm not gonna smoke weed and yeah um just a lot of like weird adolescent like drama Um, i mean like (laughs) high school like like you said, like you're dealing with like relationships and like transferring friend groups and just like transitioning as a human being. And then like in the latter half, <laughs> people are like, and now you guys have to choose like what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. Um, and like this whole concept of like college and careers and you're like, what the fuck? Like I'm like 17 <laughs> and like I have acne. Like this doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, yeah, it's just like a crazy weird time for any human being i don't know yeah i mean i think with me like high school was more of like an inner battle i wasn't like looking back i might have been probably too hard on some people you know honestly but like yeah it's just i felt you know waterson was a pretty like wealthy high school in my mind i feel like there were a lot of like pretty like spoiled people that went there in my opinion not not to shit on Watterson, but, but uh but i don't know i was never like spoiled like my family was never like super wealthy so like it was harder for me to like maybe connect to that and then right. um i don't know i was very skinny i like i don't know there's just like a lot of i didn't have a lot of confidence in myself back then i hated the sound of my voice but now i love the sound of my voice i feel like it's like <laughs> a tool for this podcast yeah but man. uh i don't know yeah those were like it was just more of an inner battle that's why i'm looking forward if anyone goes to these reunions i want to go to these reunions because i want people to be like wow he really like changed like right. like people who don't change after high school like i just i don't understand like I still, there's people, and I'm not gonna name names, but I still, I run into people. I've ran into people possibly on the show, and I'm like, oh, they're pretty similar to where we were in <laughs> high school. And there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. it's like, I don't know. I think it's important to grow and to change, and like, I think like you gotta confront like discomfort, for instance. Like I think discomfort's your friend. Like if you're in uncomfortable situations, you can learn, you can grow from it. Like if you're just comfortable your whole life. I feel like yeah. it's harder to grow. And I feel like just looking back, there were a lot of people that were just really comfortable, if that makes sense of Watterson. 
no i totally agree and like there's nothing more satisfying than looking back at a horrible experience and like realizing you're better off now and like right. having having grown from that so um right i i yeah i totally agree like same things like i was skinny like self-image problems like awkward as hell like uh really like especially like freshman year like just hung out with like two people um shout out to timmy o'brien and john stimple name dropping <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but like yeah and then like you go to college and like you meet new people and like you become more comfortable with yourself and learn more about yourself and um it's great it that's a real life character arc and it's incredibly satisfying when you realize like you've changed for the better so right yeah yeah and like i, I want to apologize like i'm not trying to say it was a horrible experience like i said i mean there were definitely <laughs> no, good moments certainly not. yeah but highs and lows i would definitely i would say that's a very accurate description of high school so yeah high school yeah. is a weird time i think for everybody i feel like college is just in general becoming a better time for people like it's interesting because i feel like our parents generation i don't know about your parents but like my parents generation were like oh high school was like the best years of my life and like all that but like i feel like it's transitioning like with our generation we're going to be saying oh college was the yeah. best years of your life possibly i mean yeah like you're like i said like you're meeting new people and like becoming more of yourself and like actually like taking classes you want to take um for most people i i know some people like if they don't know what they want to do they got to you know, take a lot of yeah. shitty classes and figure out what they want to do. So that's another like great outcome of college, like finding something you're passionate about um, yeah. and like being able to pursue that. Um, I definitely agree. College has been like way better than high school. Still right. not shitting on high school. Like still yeah. a lot of great experiences and like, yeah. I'm very appreciative of the good and bad, but um, college is great. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, and it's like back to the growth thing. I just think growing is so important. Like, I think like trying to understand other people's perspectives and like learn more. Like you mentioned the whole New Year's resolution, how they're like, oh, new year, new me. Like, I hate that. Like more like new day, new you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. like the whole new year, new me, you know, but. Yeah, yeah. it's so arbitrary, but I, I like that, that philosophy, like podcast by podcast, day by day. Like, I think that's, the way to go especially now in in covid times right um, so baby steps yeah and that's back to like not to get political but that's like back to the country it's like i take it day by day like when people in october are telling me oh there's gonna be a civil war like regardless who wins like really so if trump got reelected, there would be one i don't know about that but like yeah. that's just my opinion um but, but everything the country right now like i don't i'm like i said i'm hopeful there won't be a civil war um and i think I mean, we were sort of talking about the, the like end of trumpism a little bit earlier is it's like i feel like what happened to the capital was like the final nail in the coffin where like yeah. people are like okay we're like now it's like like now we're calling people retrumplicans because it's like <laughs> a lot of republicans are like okay no like this is not like we don't right. stand behind this guy, but there's yeah. still people that are like supporting uh, Donald, you know, <laughs> but um, like even his vice president, Mike Pence, like turned on him. But I don't know yeah. if you don't want to talk, we don't have to get into the deep. Oh, no. I mean, like, yeah, just kind of combining like uh, the, the two thoughts we just talked about, like 
um, incremental change is still change, and that's good. And I don't expect the Biden presidency to change anything overnight, but like yeah. I certainly hope it's a we take steps every day into the right direction. So yeah, yeah. Good old Joe yeah. Biden. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. The whole election was pretty like frustrating, in my opinion. <laughs> like those yeah. debates were really bad. So it just—it was so embarrassing, man. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so many embarrassing things that just ha- happened to the U.S. Uh, this past year. But right, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but then again, it's like okay, well, we're pretty low. Instead of people saying, "Oh, it's just going to get worse," we should be saying, "No, it's only going to go up from here." You know, we yeah. gotta, we got to work. We've hit together. the bottom of the barrel. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's only uphill from here. Yeah, I just they got to get the vaccine really rolling because it's like, what are they doing with this vaccine? Like, I'm kind of concerned about the vaccine. Like, I'm ho- like, you were excited about the vaccine. I'm excited for it too. I trust it. It's just first they're like, "Oh, we're going to get 20 million doses by the end of the year," and it was two million, which yeah. that's kind of scary. But it's so like up in the air, um, like timeline wise, like when we're going to get it and who's the entire like hierarchy of like people it's it's trying to vaccinate. So I don't know. I mean, I hope I get it soon, but yeah, COVID. <laughs> COVID yeah, you gotta love it. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll make like a Callahan's Corner COVID mask. I don't know if Damn. I know anyone who could do that. But, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I'd buy that. Yeah, merch. Yeah, Start merchandise. <laughs> I would buy like a hoodie. That'd be right. awesome. Do you think I should turn the Instagram account into an OnlyFans? <laughs> the last podcast that made me laugh yeah yeah the callahan's corner only fans yeah this podcast is just turning into me and my guests talking about ideas for a future episode that's like the last episode i feel like there was like a 15 minute segment shout out to ethan just kind of like oh we gotta get cyo people on here and it's like yeah. i wonder what my mom's learning from this but... oh yeah yeah do your parents listen to every podcast oh yeah they love this that's podcast awesome. Hi yeah, mom, I, hi dad. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they had their. I listened to both of their podcasts. That was awesome. Really, yeah, you enjoyed that? Yeah, you should have them as like reoccurring guests. <laughs> yeah, I want to get yeah, like. Cool. I like to have a different guest every single time, but I do. I mean, Ethan's the first reoccurring guest, but I was look. I might have some more reoccurring guests. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, could, I would love to come on. Guest. Yeah. Would love to come on again. Anytime, yeah. every you week, can... I'll become your co-host. You'll be my co-host, <laughs> yeah. The, the Robin to your Howard Stern. That'll be me. Yeah, that'd be uh. cool. That'd be cool. We could do like a, well, we can talk about that after. I don't want to start like saying, oh, we should do this, we should do that. I, I just, then the just fans, spin ideas. Yeah, yeah. And then the fans are getting like passionate. Oh, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? <laughs> it was all over the air. So, you know, it's not like anything was confirmed. Yeah. So. But. Yeah, the world's cool. just insane right now. So, are you gonna are you graduating still twenty twenty two or are you ahead? Uh, no, the plan is still to graduate twenty twenty two. So, right. Yeah. Are you really into? You're, you used to be really into fitness, right? Like at high school, or? I mean, like I ran. I guess. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Okay. Like how any other like skinny kid is like into fitness. Like I ran. Um, <laughs> And maybe like try to lift some weights sometimes, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I still run. I still run. Um, I think okay. running is great. 
but do you run like long distance or short distance um nothing like over like four miles but um yeah i still like going on runs just like listening to music and tuning out um it's like a good distractor from the world distraction yeah yeah when you run now do you run with your mask on you know i tried and like just horrible like yeah. <laughs> worst experience of my of my life mm-hmm. um so i don't wear with them run with a mask i just try to like avoid people and run in places <laughs> that aren't um too populated which is difficult at, in osu but um mm-hmm. it's gotten easier since it's gotten colder but yeah yeah right so are you do you run every single day no not every day because like i'm afraid of like fucking my legs up so oh, okay <laughs> it's like I try like every other day or maybe like, you know, like three times a week. So, right. It's good to exercise like at least once a day. Like I try to, I try to go on walks or like push-ups, which that's not even like insane, but at least like your heart's pumping, you know, you're alive. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, exercise I think is great for your mental and physical health, you know? Oh, I totally agree. Like I (laughs) generally, on the days I'm not running, like I'll do like, body weight exercises like in my tiny closet sized room um, yeah. just like cramped in like doing push-ups um <laughs> but but it's great like it's good to get that stuff in every day so right yeah do you think we would have a much happier society if every single person exercised like every, at least once a day like a small exercise yeah of course like it like it's scientifically proven that like working out like makes you happier so yeah people should like work out and like exercise yeah. and even walks like i agree walks are great just for like thinking or i don't know just like yeah getting out of the house and doing something i love walks they're great yeah like fresh air you know you're looking at the trees you know you're not on your phone like you can still go on your phone i guess but it's like yeah that's my message to people addicted to phones like look, look outside. There's a whole world, you know. Like, yeah. You know, it's just. I also, I'm a big advocate. Are you really into getting up early, or do you like to sleep in? Because I know people that like sleep in till noon, and I just um, kind of think, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> like I like to wake up at least by nine. Oh, okay. Like the idea of getting up early is like really attractive to me, and like I wish I could get up at like six every day, because like. I, I don't know. It's depressing that we sleep like a third of our lives and just like that part yeah. is like wasted. So like I, if I, if I didn't require sleep, like I wouldn't sleep at all, but obviously we do. Um, and yeah, if I could get up earlier, I would <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. it's difficult, but I think once school starts back up, I'll be up like, yeah, around nine, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. When I sleep past noon, I just, I'm like, where did the day go? Like this feels horrible. Like I didn't accomplish anything, especially now when it gets dark at like five o'clock, like the most depressing thing ever. (laughs) You look outside and like, I haven't even eaten dinner yet. It's like pitch black. Right. Yeah, I know. They also, this is like back to COVID because I just thought about this. Like one thing I've been critical of throughout this entire pandemic is that like, okay, they've told people to wear a mask, like how to prevent yourself from catching the virus, but they haven't done anything as far as like how to build up your immune system like they haven't Mm. really educated people like at least the doctors like you don't see dr fauci or 
Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Those are like the first two I can think of. Like, you don't see them going like, oh, you should be like eating this. You should be drinking that. You should be doing this, that to like build up your immune system in case you do catch the virus. So you have yeah. a strong immune system. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they could be telling people these are the things you should be eating because there's so many unhealthy people in America. This no, is like an that's... opportunity to like promote health and like fitness and build it's your immunity. Totally like a fair point like after i got covered in the summer like my immune system was horrible like i got sick so many times um following covid so i <laughs> i i've finally like taken my immune system seriously for the first time in my life after this whole covid thing happened just like mm -hmm. taking vitamins and like exercise exercising like watching what goes into my body yeah um, because like yeah that's like such a smart point like we should be educating people like yeah your immune system is a thing and you should try to strengthen it if you don't want to get sick which right. seems so obvious but like yeah in america i guess i guess it's not so obvious so. <laughs> yeah it's not so obvious. yeah but do you uh are you like what supplements are good for your immunity that you take because i know vitamin d is like a big one i haven't taken vitamin d yet yeah i've heard i like, thought of d. it oh sorry i just i thought of it because of like you were talking about how it gets dark at night so it's like that's less vitamin D. Vitamin right. D is supposed to be good for your mental health too, um, right. and so we're deficient in it regardless. But yeah, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. So you take vitamin oh, D or yeah, vitamin D like zinc. Um, zinc's great. Uh, I don't know. Like you just look these things up. Like what are good vitamins to put in my body? And you just take right. them. And, like you'll be fine. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. I mean, I hope if anything, like the positives of this whole pandemic, like maybe people become more conscious of that. Um, I think like mask wearing will probably become, I think this was talked about the last podcast too, but mask yeah. wearing will become more like normalized as just like a procedure after getting sick um, to like reduce the risk of infecting other people. Um, yeah. I think like, it's interesting to think how the world will have changed for the better because of this. Um, right. Like I think certain work places have found that they're way more efficient and like an online um, setting than they are in person. So like things will just be entirely like remote from now on. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a shitty situation, but like, fortunately there have been, I think there will be some positive outcomes from this whole thing. Yeah, so. I feel like we could be getting, when this is over, I feel like back to film and like creativity, I feel like we're going to get a really creative wave of like really creative films and movies and projects because like all yeah. these filmmakers haven't been working for months. So it's like we're coming up with newer ideas. I mean, I, do you, could you see that possibly? I hope so. I mean, like all these creative people just like locked inside. Like, I, I mean, on one hand, maybe they've just been suffering for like, from writer's block for like the past year and just like are super uninspired but mm -hmm. uh more hopefully like there's just been kind of like this buildup of creativity that will hopefully explode once people have the means to do that um yeah uh i hope we don't see any like covid pandemic movies because like that would just be horrible and like nobody wants to watch that if anybody's listening to this who's writing a script that has to do with the pandemic or COVID-19 like burn it like nobody nobody wants to watch that stuff it's not interesting we've, we've lived through it maybe in like 30 years you can make some sort of historical right. fiction thing but like now like 
let's focus on like escapism and like fun adventure movies right <laughs> like i just yeah i agree uh, like i get annoyed like i see so many documentaries on cable and on i mean there's been one on netflix for a while but there's so much stuff about like trump and like all these documentaries about trump 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 like i'm sure eventually someone i mean i don't even know how they could do this honestly but i feel like someone's gonna try to make a movie about trump and it's gonna be similar to vice i don't know if you saw vice one or they about dick cheney but i feel like i haven't seen it but yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah that movie's like okay i didn't like love it but it was it was fine it was whatever but what we're gonna there's someone's gonna try to make a movie about trump but the issue is no like that movie is gonna be like almost four hours long is there's so much information like you could there was so much stuff he did before he was president and yeah i feel like so many people are gonna that movie's just gonna make it more divided i think because like there's the people who are gonna love him are gonna go see that movie and be like oh this depicts him in a bad light and then they're gonna go pissed and the people who hated him are gonna go see him and go like oh this is perfect it's what i want to see but then again it's like i i'm sick of trump i'm sick of seeing all this stuff about trump i talk about trump a lot on this show and i'm sure people are sick of me talking about trump <laughs> it's just i'm like but you know what i'm saying it's like i hope people don't take that easy route and we're like oh let's make like a trump movie you know like yeah <laughs> i mean it'll probably be that's yeah. financial success though let's be honest yeah i mean like the trump movie uh, it's inevitable i mean who knows who's gonna make it but like i don't want to see that that just sounds horrible um that just yeah yeah, yeah. it's know. not your thing at all you don't want to watch a political movie <laughs> Oh, it's not it's not a political movie. I'm just sick of like hearing oh. and reading about Trump. I, I mean like maybe yeah. I would watch it like when I'm like fifty years old and like, show my kids like this is our president in a fictionalized form. I know, um, yeah. But like right now, like <laughs> way too way too recent. I don't need a right. Trump movie for the next maybe fifteen years. Um Right. So yeah, like when we were like 60 years old, our grandkids are going to have like their history books or what, if they're even our books still. I hope they probably still will be. Let's, let's be an optimistic. Anyway, but like, so there's going to be like two new chapters at the end of a book. One chapter is going to be Trump and it's going to be about like the Mueller report and all that. And then the next chapter is just going to be 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be about the whole year. Yeah. But you can make a whole like anthology series about Trump. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I'm getting political, but yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. I would, I if I became like really popular with these political conversations, it would be funny if I went on like a CNN show or a Fox show and just argued with them purposely because I'm moderate. <laughs> like I see the issues. I'm not like really into either side. Like I'm more liberal, obviously, but like. I don't know. I'm not like into socialism and I'm also not into like CNN or some of these shows just bashing the right. Cause I don't think the right is completely bad. You know, I think for Americans too, yeah. you know, we should be working together and not like, Oh, we're doing all this wrong. It's like, okay, well, you're not even trying to understand their perspective, <laughs> you know? You know, that like makes complete sense to me, but like, unfortunately <laughs> it doesn't make sense to a lot of people on each yeah. side. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully people think more like that in the future because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need that for sure. We need that. Yeah, it's just it's all about reform. We just need a lot of reform. I've talked about reform a lot, and 
I think I've been kind of like, I'm like, oh, we need educational reform. We need to like educate people about our government mm-hmm. better. And then shout out to even Maddie. He's like, because I was like, we need to educate people about politics. And he's like, oh, so you want everybody to become a politician? And I'm like, no, like, you know, we just need to educate people like what a politician's mindset's like. You know, I guess that's political science. But I don't know. That should I mean, be like more of a core. Yeah. I think the principle of just like being more aware of the world and how it works is like good. Um, yeah. As opposed to like, I don't know, some high level physics concepts that like you'll never use in your life like (laughs) yeah i remember our like last day at waterson we were like in physics class and um uh like our teacher was like here's a lab you guys should do and like people were doing it i'm like why i was like why are you guys fucking like what what are you doing like it's the last day of school like why are we like learning about electricity right now (laughs) you're never gonna use this yeah (laughs) like what's happening um yeah i mean like of course like the education system needs reform and like we need to learn more about the world (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah especially like Um, more of like the modern day world because all the history stuff like i feel like u.s history we start all the way in 1776 but it's like it goes to like maybe civil rights that's yeah lenient i mean i don't you know that needs like a lot of reform i think like yeah i totally agree yeah it always ends at civil rights i guess i haven't really thought about that like it's there's no there's no segment on like modern history um no. or like, contemporary history uh yeah i mean there is so much american history but like they could like do like one year you have to take like american history part one or whatever and then end it at civil rights and then the next year you start at civil rights and you go to now possibly like up to the most modern i mean that's what i would do yeah i don't know but i don't have any power i, mean, I can't I would... make these decisions you know but yeah continue <sighs> what were you gonna say i mean i think i the times i benefited from um in high school i'm sorry it's kind of like choppy am i freezing at all no like, you're so fine audio stopping no you're good i can hear everything. okay um cool yeah i think the times i benefited most in high school were during those like discussions those group discussions that were just like among students like we had them in government class um i think just hearing different perspectives and like actually being able to talk about it instead of like reading about pearl harbor on like a powerpoint slide was like way more beneficial for me Mm -hmm. um and just yeah just talking to people like having conversations like we are now like you'll learn way more than just like a lecture um and i i wish that happened in like theology classes too when we're just like learning about like (laughs) the beatitudes like what like (laughs) yeah especially when you're like a teen in high school like a lot of people were like questioning their faith in god and like if they really believed in god or wanted to um be a part of any sort of organized religion like why are we (laughs) why are we having projects on like saints like this is not helpful at all like you can you can use the you're a catholic institution like you can use this part of the day you set it set aside every day for like use it to like educate your kids and like have them talk about things that are important and right. controversial and um things that they may be struggling with instead of it just being like this um 
boring lecture where you learn nothing and sorry that's just like a lot of like baggage coming from like high school no. where i was just so frustrated sitting in theology class when i'm like we could be having like a conversation here and like developing ourselves as just like people yeah. who think thoughts um instead of just like absorbing the same information every year um yeah i agree 100 because like yeah i talked about this with like shout out to reagan finnegan a little bit she was on like long time ago whatever you know if you're a fan you you probably saw one uh it doesn't matter anyway so she we were like like why did we need to learn about say the magisterium you know why didn't we learn about i don't know like like it would have been more cool if it was like more of a spiritual class like how does god like intertwine with your life currently or like the current world and like we wrote a lot of reflections and like some of them but it's like, why didn't we discuss those reflections or instead of the reflections being private, we could have shared that as a class and like a teacher could have like helped people open up. I mean, I don't know. They were also like, I mean, the teachers were also like there for a long time. So maybe they were used to like the older way of doing things. I think if they got a younger theology teacher who wasn't like, so like by the books and like strict yeah about, like it was just too strict i think i think it could have been more like spiritual discovery yeah. through the religion I, I, I totally agree like especially in that point in our lives you're like you're 16 17 18 like you're just like figuring things out about the world mm-hmm. and like how does like a god fall into place of all of that and unfortunately like you said like the old way of doing things by the books i think uh ultimately like isolated a lot of people from any sort of faith which is like the opposite of like what a catholic school is like trying to accomplish which i find hilarious but also like deeply depressing um so i i totally agree i think theology class like what a wasted opportunity i will come on record saying (laughs) i've only Super straight shooter, Boy Scout type in high school, never cheated on tests except in theology because like <laughs> even then I was like, this is such a waste of time. Like, why am I why am I studying for this? So yeah. sorry, Mrs. Simmons. I cheated on all of your tests. <laughs> Mr. Steinbauer, you're the nicest guy ever. I cheated on your tests. Um Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Why were we even taking exams in that class? Like, why wasn't it just like based on like, I don't know like reflections or something like i mean i would have rather had that be like finals maybe like <laughs> why a long is there like a vocabulary matching section in a theology class like what yeah i don't know it's ridiculous it's really um, silly and like they could have also talked about the origins better like who were the first people that were writing this stuff down when like because we're in high school it's like we're not little kids anymore you can give us the actual hard history of like where this stuff came from and Right. And I also think they're like really, they can be like a little one-sided, like on some issues. The obvious one being abortion, and I kind of talked about uh, abortion's a touchy topic. I don't know how you feel. Like, are you more pro-choice, pro-life? You don't need to share if you don't want to. Uh, I'm pro-choice. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, abortion in Catholic schools, like, of course, it's like this crazy issue that you know. People are going for like um, going to like protests um, yeah. outside of like, Planned Parenthood and like that type of behavior being in- encouraged. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think like with that, it's like they don't even like some of these kids don't even really understand. Like they're just like, 
oh, I'll sign up to go to the March for Life just so I can go to DC. But it's like they right. get there. Like I know some people, my parents told me about this. Like I didn't, these people didn't tell me, but my parents were friends with like people who had kids, like say in our grade or whatever. And they're like, yeah, like so-and-so, they want to have a March for Life rally, but they didn't know what Roe v. Wade was. <laughs> it's like, okay, wow. Like, yeah. Literally just wanted to go to DC, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's just like, I think there's just a failure to like, at least even talk about the other side of the argument because like, it is such a touchy subject, like human life um, and what that yeah. means. Uh, but I, I wish theology class served as like an opportunity to like, at least discuss those issues. Um, and it, it never was, unfortunately. So, right. yeah. So maybe it will be in the future. I don't know. If I really maybe. wanted to, if I had the yeah. passion, I could go to Waterson and just completely change the entire school. But I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. That would take a lot of work, a lot of people. There was like um, a petition going around. I don't know if you saw that. I like did following see that. the like BLM protests, just yeah. kind of like calling for like uh, an increase in diversity and just basically like addressing these uncomfortable issues that like the school had failed to address in the past um which yeah. i thought was interesting i didn't look into it too much um yeah part of me is like it's like a catholic institution and like linked with like the diocese and everything and like i don't know it's just like trying to like face like an organized religion in some sense feels kind of like i hate to say like useless because i don't think it is but i don't know I can't imagine that petition got to Watterson and they're like, yeah, we should, we should take this into account. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad it, I'm glad it exists. And like, I hope, I don't know. I hope Watterson can become <laughs> better, I guess. I don't know. I don't go there anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's not my problem. It's just, I'm yeah. just, I was just saying that thinking out loud. I don't know. Cause yeah. that stuff interests me. Like not cause religion's like interesting. Like I go to church and stuff every week but it's like i don't know i question a lot of like there's like one of my favorite movies forrest gump for instance like at the end of a movie he's like the best scene when he's spoiler alert talking at jenny's grave jenny mm -hmm. dies i'm sure everybody's seen that movie yeah <laughs> Whatever. um like i like when he's like trying to figure out like who was right was it his mom or was it lieutenant dan like about like the destiny versus like everything's just happening and then he's like i think it's a little bit of both so like and I think God might play a role in that, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really believe in destiny. I don't think destiny is a thing, but then you can yeah. make the argument it is, but it's like, how do you prove that argument? I mean, I don't know. Cause it, it would have been cool if in theology, we could have gone into like those kinds of ideas and see how mm -hmm. like maybe religion inspired those ideas. And like, right. You know, cause then there's the people that cancel out religion there's a lot of people that like hate religion and they're like reasoning is like, Oh, religion was created to explain death. And it's like, well, they kind of have a point. But it's like, did you get, do they have any argument? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just an interesting subject that I no, think I'm interested I think, in, you know, like what you said, like that historical component was missing. And I think that would have like illuminated a lot of people's opinions on the subject. If we were to have this, like, discussion-based class where we knew where ideas came from and like talked about those ideas um and unfortunately like i said before like i think it ended up isolating a lot of people from their faith like i know personally like going into like 
seventh, eighth grade, like questioning and then maybe becoming like completely agnostic and then going into high school and like just feeling like I was just being like spoon fed this information that doesn't really mean anything. And I, like, I wish I could be like a spiritual person and I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying like that isn't possible in the future. I think it certainly is, but like, I think uh, going to like a Catholic school and it sounds so ironic because it is like only like isolated me from that option. Like, I think I could have, depending on yeah. if my experience was different, like I could be very well, like still going to church like every week and like praying to God, but because it was the way it was, like I'm, I, I am this person who like maybe doesn't feel as connected to their faith as they, they would like to, but yeah. Um, well, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's like, but yeah, I, that's probably another reason back to like, when I like, Oh, not to shit on Watterson, but like back to that <laughs> stuff, but probably the way they handled theology really frustrated me because like i was pretty interested in it and into it i saw so many people that like weren't interested in it but i can understand why they weren't interested in it so it was like a that was another frustrating element for me you know? yes yeah. frustrating is like the best word i think for theology class in high school like just a wasted opportunity uh to really like learn about yourself and your faith and like your relationship to god if you believe in god um mm -hmm. and yeah, I don't know. Not to shit on Watterson, but <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of problems with that place. Um, <laughs> my yeah. heart goes out to everybody currently there. My sister goes there. She's a senior. Um, oh, that's cool. It's kind of a weird place. A lot of great people there, but also like not a lot of not so great people there. So. Yeah, it is a weird place. It's just a strange, it's an interesting experience. <laughs> which I was a part of, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know you were a part of it too, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of problems, a lot of racism, <laughs> a lot of homophobia. Uh, I mean, like, right. Uh, I, but like at the same time, there was like a lot of great people and like a lot of like good inspiring teachers that I'm glad I met and also just like met my like lifelong friends there. So like, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, you know, with anything, but right. Yeah. It was a fun time while it lasted, you know. Yeah. In a sense, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I also the thing I've enjoyed about high school is even with people that like I didn't really connect with or that I like may have wronged. Like I'm not naming her name of a girl, for instance. Like it's like I'm trying to like reconcile with that possibly. I don't yeah. know if she like she. I mean, I don't know. We're at different wavelengths possibly, but if she's listening, she might be offended by that. I don't whatever fuck it <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. the point is it's like even people i wronged or if they wronged me it's like it's good to like forgive and like get over that i mean that's not like a big goal for me but like it's kind of a cool yeah. thing i did a lot of that i think a little bit during covid but you know yeah i totally agree like who people were in high school like i have no expectation for them to be that person now um yeah i think that's a good mindset to have because yeah, like maybe you felt wronged by a certain person or like feel guilt because of a certain situation. And I, I mean, it's like high school. It's like, it's just a bunch of dumb kids in a building together. Like, of course they're going to do dumb things. Like, who cares, you know, like forgive and forget, move on. Um, and I, I, yeah, high school, weird time. <laughs> right, right. Weird uh, but necessary time, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it is probably pretty necessary. 
So let's let's jump gears just a little bit. Um, you were talking about like you you want to let's get back to the film stuff. So you were talking about how you wanted sure. to get out of Columbus. Yeah. Um, somebody at Kent who's into film actually told me he's like, yeah, man, like Ohio is the best state to film stuff in. And I know you're talking about the farms and stuff, but he also said the weather is really good for like filming in Ohio. Have you discovered that by filming? I mean, it, it depends on like what you want to do. Like if it's just like short little narrative stuff, like location's great for Ohio. Like people don't give a shit. Like you can film anywhere for free, which is awesome. But I mean, that's not completely true, but like for the <laughs> most part, it's going to be less expensive filming something here than it would be in LA or New York, which is mm -hmm. awesome. But like the flip side of that is uh, there's less opportunities um, to, to, to make things that maybe you're interested in making. So I think, yeah, getting out of Ohio, definitely a goal. I mean, it's going to happen soon, hopefully, but mm -hmm. I, I would like to just like go to another city and like meet new people and yeah, make, different projects that can't be made in Ohio. So, right. Yeah. Are you more like a city person or are you more of like, you're probably more of a city person versus like small town or. Yeah. I think, I mean, like, it's hard to say cause I haven't really spent like a substantial amount of time in like a, in a big city per se, but yeah. like, I, I don't know, like living in like a suburb my entire life sounds so depressing. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope I, I hope I move a lot. I think that's a goal. Like, I, I hope I'm not, uh, I don't remain stagnant in one place for my entire life. Cause that sounds kind of depressing, but there are some people who do like enjoy staying in their hometown their entire lives and like mm -hmm. more power to them. Like if that makes you happy, then stay there. But I think, I think for me personally, like I would just, I like to move around mm -hmm. see the world a little bit, you know? Yeah. But, typical so. person in their 20s bullshit answer but like yeah i want to <laughs> i want to get out of my home and like mm -hmm. be somewhere else you know yeah i also like i said earlier i really like traveling i think traveling's an underrated it's not underrated it's properly rated it's a really fun thing to do I, yeah. i've hit i've only hit 10 states i need to hit really? more yeah how I many mean, have like, you hit oh uh, it's been, uh, I don't know how many states I've hit. <laughs> I'd have to yeah. count. Maybe like 30 something. Oh, wow. Quite, yeah. Quite a few. Um, I'm actually, as we're speaking, I'm in Michigan right now. Really? My roommates and I just decided to go on like an impromptu road trip. And uh, one of them has like rich parents who like bought like a lake house they don't use. So we're just there. <laughs> um, they get an advantage of that. And um, which part of yeah. Michigan? Is it Northern Michigan? It's like, um, we're right off of Lake Michigan. So we're like on the yeah north, Northwest side, I would say. So, um, I'm in, oh my God, what is the name of the city? Uh, <laughs> Loddington. Oh, Loddington. Loddington. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, cool That's place. Cool. Yeah. We went to, um, some sand dunes today, but since it's like the winter, there's like, they're covered in snow and it's like, really? Just weird contrast of like frozen sand and ice uh it was bizarre to see but very cool yeah are those like the massive sand dunes yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're very cool um got some cool pictures so yeah, yeah i've actually i think i've been there actually i used to go to michigan a lot like every summer i used to go to like traverse city michigan yeah it's like up north 
So. so this is the first time I've been here and it's like, it's been great. So you have yeah. a favorite state other than good old Ohio? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like, I didn't like stay in Pennsylvania. I really liked Pennsylvania. I thought Pennsylvania was kind of cool. Like all the mountains. I just thought it was a cool state. I don't know if it was my favorite. So like, it's just not, no, not Pennsylvania. I don't know. I mean, the best city I've been to was Boston. Like, so Ma Massachusetts, I guess. Like, I haven't traveled, like I said, I've only been to 10 states. Some of them, I don't even remember. Like, I've been to New Hampshire, but I was, like, three years old. So, that's the only time I've been there. I don't remember New Hampshire. Um, yeah. A lot I really of like the... Uh, sorry. Oh, no, so you're, you're fine. Uh, these Zoom podcasts are kind of <laughs> yeah. annoying. Uh, but anyway, um, no, like, I, uh, I really like St. Louis, too. That's, like, Missouri. I think that's, like, pretty cool. St. Louis, yeah. pretty underrated city as well but yeah what were you gonna say i was just gonna say like a lot of my like early vacation memories have just kind of like blended together like i don't remember anything about like uh i don't know wherever we went it's just like a lot of like museums in my mind i'm just like thinking of like what my parents like to do it's just like a lot of museums <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of like what my uh early vacation childhood memories consist of but um mm -hmm. I went to Alaska like a couple of years ago and that was like awesome, like favorite state by far. And it's not really like a state. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of this like crazy, like landmass, but Alaska is great. Highly recommend to anybody listening. If you haven't been to Alaska, go to Alaska. It's awesome. Yeah. I think Nick Hurley, shout out to Nick Hurley. I think he was in Alaska. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. When he had like his jaw surgery or whatever. Like, right. Know. Yeah. I remember him talking about that. Um, yeah. I've, yeah, I've never felt like more isolated from the world uh, than in Alaska, which is really? like, it sounds, that sounds kind of depressing, but like, it's just like, I feel like I'm submerged in just like nature. And I mean, like 60% of the population like lives in Anchorage because like the other, like everything else is just like, you can't live there. It's like just too cold and the conditions are too harsh. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know, just like being in the woods in Alaska and seeing like, a moose like <laughs> like i was just like this is crazy i feel like i'm like in prehistoric times or something like this is crazy yeah. stuff is the population yeah. like pretty small too in alaska oh, like yeah i mean compared to like the land mass like the actual size like <laughs> probably some crazy ratio because of yeah, yeah. it just yeah yeah that's cool i want to i mean i really want to go to hawaii honestly that's like pretty yeah. isolated yeah yeah but that'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I also kind of want to get out of a country at some point. Have you ever been out of a country? I haven't. That's like another like bucket list thing. Um, yeah. Where would you go? Such a good question. Um, I think India would be really cool. Um, really? I think I would like... I think I would hit the the Philippines, the homeland, because I'm half Filipino. Like I feel like I should go there as just like a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. One of these days, um, I think that would be cool. I think Japan would be super cool. Um, I don't know. I want to get out of the country really bad too, because yeah. like, I just haven't done that, haven't experienced. There's so much more. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, those are interesting. You know, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go to Italy. You know, like <laughs> yeah, but I guess everybody that's kind wants of basic. to go to Italy. Man, I don't want to go to like a touristy location, you know. I just want to see like what this place is for what it is, you know. Yeah. Wanna... Yeah. 
That's fair. I mean, I'm I'm one of those basic people that I'm like, oh, I want to go to Italy. Or I feel like if I wanted to like move to another country, I'd probably want to move to like a European one, like either yeah. England or mm-hmm. like Italy, because I feel like the culture shock wouldn't be as dramatic. Certainly, yeah. But I don't know. I think it would be cool to go to Africa. Like nobody wants to go to Africa. I think yeah. Africa would be interesting. Africa would be cool. I mean, like I have like a film making like bucket list, and it's like. I would love to like travel for like documentary work one of these days. Um, and yeah, like going to Africa, like just filming, filming stuff. Like that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, can I, can I go to the bathroom? Can I like, Oh yeah. Hang on, hang on. I'll pause it. Um, I think, it, I think it's paused. Yeah. I think cool. it's paused. All right. I'm going to run real quick. We can also okay. like, I feel like we've been talking for like a while. It's been a good podcast, but yeah, I could do like a closing question when you get back. We can like Sounds awesome. It. Yeah. Cool. All right. You're back now. Okay. So awesome. Awesome. So, all right. So we've been talking now for a little bit for a while and uh, I think it's time for everybody's favorite part of a show, a closing question, <laughs> you know, the people that make it this far are like, wow, we made it, you know? Yeah. Um, so for your closing question, Kyle, I always think of these on the spot. I don't pregame oh with a closing question. So <laughs> if you could, this is like, I've, I've, these are kind of like similar. I mean, I don't know. They're not that similar, but whatever. Uh, so if you could meet a director, which director would it be and why? They have to be alive. It can't be someone who's dead. Oh, man. Oh, that's so hard. Okay, what about like top three? How about that? Top three. I mean, I've talked about Taika Waititi like already, and I just think he's like the coolest guy. He's also an actor who's like really funny. So, um, I would love to talk about just like injecting your personality into films because like I think he does that so well. Like it's so clearly a Taika Waititi film. Um, <laughs> oh my god, other directors. <laughs> um noah bombach i like quite a bit um he just writes like incredibly personal like conversational pieces yeah. so like uh I- i'll make that a double one noah bombach and greta gerwig since they're mm-hmm. together i would i would have a dinner with them and talk about like uh yeah making movies being creative yeah um yeah. being collaborators and then the third person probably would be like Richard Linklater just like huge inspiration especially like uh in my teens like getting uh, exposed to different films and stuff like I think Richard Linklater is awesome and like he really took that idea of like going independent and like saying fuck you to the studio system and just like making your own stuff like he worked on like an oil rig for like a year to like make money for his first feature who he just and just made that like in Texas which I think it's just like a really compelling idea, you know, mm-hmm. making movies outside of the traditional studio system. Yeah. Um, so I think those are my three, those four. Taika Waititi, yeah, yeah. Greta Gerwig, and Richard Linklater. Yeah, those yeah. are pretty great. And let's add an additional one. So if you're talking about how you would like uh, start and like a, the build on like a city that isn't like, like which city would it be and why for like the film? Oh man, that's so hard, man. Um, 
I mean, you you already answered one. If you don't have an answer, we can just move right? on. Okay. Think, okay, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna make a film city in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just make movies about wilderness and stuff like that. Feeling isolated. We'll okay. Do that. <laughs> That's kind of a joke answer, but like, uh, sure, that or Atlanta, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywhere yeah, but Columbus. Cool. Anywhere, Anywhere but Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, all right, Kyle, well, do you have any, uh, do you have a closing statement you want to make or? Um, yeah, I mean, like to everybody who's listening to anybody who's been on the podcast before, like it's been a pleasure listening to your stories and hearing you speak, especially the people that I know. Um, I've, I've kept my circle like pretty tight post high school. Like I don't really talk to a lot of people um, uh, from I went to high school with and it's nice kind of being a part of this like fake conversation between you and this other any other person from our high school um and just like listening to yeah where they've been what they've been doing um so yeah thank you for being this outlet danny of just like letting me re uh experience these people i forgot about you know <laughs> yeah it's been, it's been a great uh i love listening to the podcast so yeah, I love your support too. And I loved yeah. having you on the show. Um, you know, 2020 was really, this is like the perfect opportunity to start this podcast. I mean, no more excuses. I I, I mean, I always kind of wanted to start one. Yeah. But 2020, and I, I mean, we mentioned this before, Matt Lamb, Jack Parker, they were like, you should start a podcast. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, Wait, which right. one was it? Who was the, who was the one? Let's settle it now. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say it was Matt. I'm sure Jack's getting mad, but I mean, I don't know. I think it was like both of them. They signed, it was like a okay. unison, like the universe was like, both of them were like, start a podcast. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I should start one. Um, yeah. and I, I also feel like it's been a good, you know, place for me to express myself, uh, especially for, I've had people on from high school that I didn't know that well, like, you know, Hunter yeah. Hughes is on this show and Chloe Fisher and people like that. Right. Um, and even people listening who didn't know me that well were like, whoa, like, he really changed or maybe like oh no, yeah, no. Was, you know i don't know I, it's awesome to see like what this has like both like what it's like accomplished and like what it's done for you personally you know yeah Just, like especially you talking about like being shy and introverted in high school and now like you don't have a podcast where you just like <laughs> talk to you know people you may not know too well which is which is awesome a real life character arc it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful i love talking about yeah people i don't know about well are my favorite ones because it's like yeah. okay how much can i learn from you you know right just picking people's brains super super compelling so all right well kyle at the end of the show we like i like to say peace to the audience it's been like a thing cool. for the past couple so we can do like a peace <laughs> sign we can throw it all right a count of three so like so three two okay. one oh okay yeah okay three two one peace, peace. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right goodbye everybody tune in to the uh next episode all right